All right, y'all, welcome back. This is episode, I believe, five or six. I'm starting to lose count already. We haven't even gotten a dozen in yet, and I can't keep count. So, uh, yeah, you're tuned in to this Shooters Show, sponsored by and led by Synergy Training Group. I'm your humble host, Tyler Tharp. Today, I got the serious hat on. I might even take the gloves off. We are going to talk about how, from what I have learned and witnessed and just kind of watched over the past 10 or so years that I've been in this industry, how people have miscued or skewed. Miscued would mean it's actually in line, right? Because skew is, so however you want to use that word, has skewed their priorities of what their training really should look like. We have hyper-focused on the cool, buzzy things, like this cool meal sim training, this cool go-fast training, and we have really forgotten what self-preservation is really about. So I want to start off this with a caveat that if you uh, are on your own journey of becoming the healthiest, best version of yourself, you're going through marriage counseling, you're uh, recovering from addiction, Fill in the blank. This is not a personal attack. Anything that I'm about to say is absolutely not an attack. All right. These are just some things I've witnessed with some stats to go along with it so that folks out there that may have gotten their priorities misaligned can get those back uh, how they should be. Oh, Joe, got some people on Facebook. As usual, we are live on the old book of faces. As comments come in, we may hit them um, and see what's up. And so let's uh, let's just jump right into it. The title for today is Self-Defense versus Self-Preservation. And what do I mean by that? Well, everyone has this idea of what self-defense is, right? It's it's walking down a, a, a dark alley, either alone or with your loved one or kids or whatever. Think of like Batman or whatever, you know, the beginning scene of Batman where the, you know, the guy goes out back with his son this dude comes out of nowhere and shoots him and the mother, leaving the kid, uh, you know, by himself, watching his folks die. You know, everybody thinks that that's that's going to be the worst day of their life. You know, some sort of violent encounter. And I'm here to tell you that very well may be the worst day of your life, but it's far more likely that the worst day of your life is you receiving a cancer diagnosis or a hypertension diagnosis, or your wife asking you for a divorce, or your kids committing suicide. This is going to get heavy. This is going to be some gut punches. Bear with me. This is going to be, uh, this is going to be a rough one. So, uh, Facebook land, if y'all got some uh, cool little info and whatnot to send to me via the comments, go ahead and start hitting away on that keyboard and all that good stuff. I'm going to be reading some stats, and it's important for y'all to know that this is just Google, okay? So these numbers probably ain't perfect, all right? It's, you can probably bet money that these stats are kind of skewed in their own type of way or whatever. However, if you, if you even take into account a 15% swing of, uh, of these numbers, they still very much give the example that I'm trying to make here. Let's go ahead and start off with cancer. In 2022, there's an estimated 1.9 million 
new cancer cases diagnosed with just over 600,000 cancer deaths. That's a big number, ain't it? Let's look at, uh, oh, that's house fires. <laughs> I want to stay on health for just a second and then go to each category. Let's see. Let's talk about hypertension with the uh, crazy amount of uh, salted down bad type of salt food that we're force fed and giving to our kids all the time because it's just, it's, it's easier. Let's see. Uh, 119.9 million, nearly half of adults have hypertension at 48.1%. Nearly half have hypertension. Let's talk about, um, let's see, do I have any other uh, health quick stats for you? No. All right, let's talk, uh, okay, house fires. Uh, 353,000 house fires resulting in 2,800, just over 2,800 deaths. Just over 11,000 injuries. That was from 2021. All right, here we got uh, teen depression. 10.6% of youth, which is over 2.5 million youth, cope with severe major depression. That's intense. As high as uh, 3.2% of American children and adolescents have been diagnosed with depression. Teen suicide rates. More than 20% of teens have seriously considered suicide. I can't seem to find the actual numbers of uh, victims of that. So moving on. All right, what is this one? Oh, this one's, this one's a hard one. Teen obesity. The prevalence of obesity was 19.7% and affected about 14.7 million children and adolescents, and that is from 2021. 14.7 million children with obesity in just America. And, of course, the more you search all these numbers, you're going to find conflicting numbers. But, again, we're just going for the overall point that I'm trying to make here. All right. How about divorce? First marriages still end in divorce uh, at a rate of approximately 35 to 50%, while second marriages face an even higher likelihood of dissolution, ranging from 60 to 70% or more. That was a, that's a relevant or a very recent study uh, from July 2023. Marital counseling stats. Uh, well, here's a tip for you. Here's actually a positive uh, three to four, three fourths of couples who undergo couples counseling see an improvement in their relationship, and ninety percent of the participants see an improvement in their physical or mental health. So, one little good nugget in that uh, craptastic statistic. Um, how about substance abuse rates? This is a tough one. Twenty point four million people in the United States were diagnosed with some sort of substance abuse. In the past year, so that was a 2021 stat right there. 20.4 million on substance abuse. All right, so what what kind of picture am I trying to paint here for you? Well, here's the very last statistic, stat. I'm just going to keep saying stat because statistics is not rolling off the tongue like it should be this evening. The rate of non-fatal violent victimization in the United States rose to 23.5 victimizations per 1,000 of persons ages of 12 or older. That, that is a 
2.3% folks of the good United States of America ending up in a violent crime uh, in 2021, 22, excuse me, 22. In 2021, it was even lower at a 16.5 per thousand, which is 1.65%. So even on, let's take violent crime and give it a little bump in numbers. Let's go to 4%, okay? That's uh, it's close to doubling the highest number I just pulled. And let's, uh, what, what, how does that compare to hypertension? Because that's, that's the worst one on that one. 48.1%. So let's take, let's take that in half. Let's just say that they, they're screwing up that one severely as well. At 25%, you are still 12, let's see, no, six times more likely to have to be diagnosed with hypertension than you are to get in some sort of violent encounter in life. What about a house fire? Let's see on those. I don't know if I can do this type of math in my head. Let's see. 353,000. Um, actually, it's, those are pretty close numbers to the violent crime. Whatever, uh, whatever 1.6% is of our total population would be the total number, but I don't have a calculator handy. So, I pulled this topic off the off the. Now you're good. I pulled this topic kind of out of my rear end, if you will, um, on the way to the studio and just started pulling some stats the best I could to help uh, drive this point home, guys and ladies. What if the worst day of your life really isn't anything to do with a violent encounter? I mean. Those numbers just told us that almost half of first marriages in a divorce. And you already know that's going to involve splitting a house and kids no longer having an, a, a true atomic household, which isn't a great thing. Now, if there's an, a, it's, if it's an abusive situation, of course, of course, exceptions exist to all these rules. Okay. All right. So don't, don't think I'm not aware of abusive relationships that must go out the door like that. So I, I get it. All right. And then what if the worst day of your life is you not waking up and your house burning down and your whole family is, is gone or you woke up too late and you barely got out alive, you and your wife maybe, or you and your husband maybe, and your kids are left or anything like that. What if the worst day of your life is you walk into the doctor's office not feeling good Next thing you know, you got 12 months to live because you have cancer and you're only 35, 40 years old. There are ways, there are absolutely ways to help prevent this. Now, let me underline the word help here. Help prevent this. Nothing is absolute in life except for taxes and dying, okay? All right, but you can absolutely help prevent so many of these things. So many of these things. If you are some sort of uh all right let me restart that 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 sentence there if you have found yourself in a bad type of way whether it be health or you made a bad decision and party too hard with some friends and wound up with some sort of felony or if you let's say weren't a good and present father or mother and your kid resents you so much 
that they heavily start considering suicide and God forbid actually do it. Again, all these things with, you know, barring the exceptions are preventable. My lovely uh, wife is in the comment section here. She says, according to the CDC, 60, 60% of American adults have at least one chronic disease. All right. Chronic disease, that means something that is really dead set in. For those that don't know, uh, let's see, there's chronic and what's the what's the name of the other one that's kind of it's lesser, it's, uh, skin deep, if you will, symptoms. I can't remember that name for some reason off the top of my head. More than, let's see, 60% of American adults have at least one chronic disease. More than 40% have at least two. Illness is the norm now. 42.5% of Americans are clinically obese. 72% of Americans are overweight or obese. That's wild. And I'm going to tell you right now, don't get mad at me if you're out of shape because, look, man, I'm, on, I'm still on your team. I am still, I'm still rooting for you to be the best version of yourself. And I know it's difficult. God, I know it's difficult, especially when even the foods that are sold to, this, to us these days as quote-unquote healthy ain't healthy. All right, this is a uh, tough, tough battle. Oh, acute, acute and chronic. Thank you. Uh, my wife coming in clutch for me with the words that I, uh, I stumble on. These, look, <laughs> I think it's called whitewashing. Allison talks to me about that, about how you can't just look at a label of anything and assume that it says healthy and believe it at face value. You flip that bad boy over and look at the ingredients list and like third thing down is vegetable oil, which is a hydro, super high processed uh, oil that is terrible for you. Well, I believe she told me uh, these hydro, super high processed oils that they put in all of our food is the number one leading cause for internal inflammation. Something to that effect. So like e even the things we think we're trying to do right, they're fooling us. They're still killing us, man. The, the food industry is absolutely killing us, and the doctors and the, the health industry is making a fortune off of it. it I, dude, if they ain't in bed together, it, it would shock me wholeheartedly. Oh, Allison says, greenwashing. What do I think of this whitewashing? Is that like uh, That's a term I've heard somewhere, and I just don't remember what it is. So greenwashing is where they take something and make it look healthy, even though it actually isn't. And, of course, I could, I could just keep on going down this health rabbit hole, but I know I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to, I'm going to say something that's wrong and my wife's going to just face palm <laughs> and get on to me. So I don't, I don't want to steal her thunder because that is absolutely her realm of expertise. And, um, and look, I was the victim of it too. I literally was eating things I thought was healthy, like uh, sandwich meat, turkey, like, oh, it's turkey. It can't be bad for me, right? Well, what about the like 46% amount of sodium, like bad sodium, that's in every two slices that I put on my sandwich that I ate every single day? She says the poison is in the dosage. And boy, I was eating a turkey sandwich like every day for lunch for I don't know how many years just because it's easy and quick and whatnot. And I, I never, never thought about how piss poor the type of sodium was packed in there that and what it was doing for me or to doing to me rather so you're really gonna have to dig deeper if you really want to take self-preservation serious you can't just trust these labels you can't just trust the doctors you can't just trust the food industry the fda the cdc the the 
the politicians, good Lord, uh, no offense, but if you're still believing uh, politicians and uh, actually believing what they're saying, there's no helping you at this point, honestly. <laughs> you were you were an unfortunate loss cause. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Allison says uh, people generally try, but are up against so much. It, so no, really, it's. I mean, even fast food joints are selling quote unquote healthy things now. And again, it is processed, frozen crap with so many additives, preservatives to make it last forever. That like. <laughs> it's no better than the chicken nuggets you probably could have just gotten and enjoyed. Now, am I saying that every day of your life you have to get up and, and meal plan and, and read ingredients on every single little thing and you can't enjoy life? Heck no, man. Look, I ate a Reese's Nutrageous or whatever it was the other day, and I enjoyed every bite of it. <laughs> I had a uh, a Wendy's burger the other night because I was on the road and, and kind of, unfortunately, I had limited time and i found myself in and no other no other choice but stopping at wendy's and i was like man that that cheeseburger thing with the the jalapeno encrusted bun looks amazing let's let's do that and i ate every bit of it now i definitely didn't feel full after it because the quality of food is absolutely piss poor but i did enjoy the way it tastes and you know that's the that's the one wendy's burger i've had in i don't know how long type of thing Again, with the the poison being in the dosage. So, like, enjoy your life, right? Go out and do things. Go out with your, your, your beautiful spouse and have a drink every once in a while if you want to. Remember that, that poison is in the dosage. A couple of beers with your spouse is fine. Getting wasted every Friday and Saturday night, probably not the best idea, and you're ruining your life. You're ruining your marriage. You're ruining the way your kids look at you and what they think the norm is on growing up. I, I, I know people out there that are still partying and uh, they got kids and it's, it just makes me shake my head. Like, cause I feel bad for the kids cause they, they're going to grow up thinking that's the normal and they're just going to fall into that trap. Kids are, kids are sponges, man. They're going to think that eating uh, chicken nuggets every other day is the norm. And their health is going to be ruined by the time they're 30 because of it. I was super blessed, man. Super, super blessed uh, as a kid. My mom always took health serious. Now, every once in a while, we had a zebra cake, the old uh, little Debbie zebra cake or the uh, or a uh, cosmic brownie. All right. It, like, and every once in a while, she'd make homemade cookies. So we enjoyed life. But, man, she never fried anything. She uh she always made sure that I had a, a a large helping of vegetables, more so vegetables than like uh, uh, starches, more so vegetables than even the protein. Sometimes now most of the time the protein would be about the same amount as the uh, vegetables, but both of those almost always outweighed the starch. Um, well, of course that's on days when we weren't having red beans and rice because at that point all the rice that's a lot <laughs> but man look red beans and rice with some good old cornbread on a cold sunday afternoon that is, that is hard to beat so what what am i saying here preservation of life is more than also just yourself how are you impacting those that love you and look to you for guidance are you trying to are you trying to win the worst day of your life are you also trying to win 
a good life for your kids and a good life for your spouse? Are you trying to help out in your community, preserving lives of others and innocence, helping out with uh, inner city kids, helping out at your church? It all falls under this grand umbrella of being the best version of yourself and putting out good work. I'm sure there are some great Bible verses to go along with this. I wish I could have researched some more in, before doing this. Um, and I usually go off the cusp. None of this is scripted, as you can tell, because I keep screwing up some words and whatnot. But <laughs> I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could have whipped open the uh, old Bible app and searched uh, good good verses for doing good work and being a good example and a good steward of of your environment and your community and whatnot. But um, I would definitely encourage y'all to also do that as well. And when in doubt, man, even when you think everything is, is craptastic, don't forget God is still on your side. You just got to ask him. He's on your side and he will help. Don't forget to break open that Bible, man. Daily. My wife is the best at this. God bless her. She is, she's an, she, you know, the, the man is technically supposed to be the spiritual leader in the household, but she's got me beat by a lot on that on that front, and I I respect her more than more than I I say I should tell her this more. But man, she uh she reminds me daily that I, I need to be doing better uh, about my spiritual health as well. She's just a, a just this glowing example of great health, both both physical and spiritual. And uh, I'm here just doing my doing my norm, going to do manual labor all the time. And trying to eat right and take her uh, take her lessons and and do right by her and but no she she really is leading the way in so many things. So, not too many uh, comments on the uh, Facebook here. Uh, Eric says get chickens. That's a good start. Yeah, if you free range your own chickens, you know exactly what's going in them and what's exactly going in your body as well. And if you're a big egg lover, uh, that's a good thing. I'm just not an egg person. I eat them every once in a while, but just, uh, I don't know. I'd really have a bunch of bacon and sausage. and <laughs> So I apologize if I hurt anyone's feelings, but I do believe we need some of these hard truths on occasion. All right. We need, we need people to be there to tell us good job just as much as we need people to be there that we respect. Be like, Hey dude, you're making some mistakes. You need to tighten up some. And whatever facet that you may think that you're slacking on. Next time uh, next time you go to the bathroom, look in the mirror and really look. Really look. And then ask God to make a move in your heart. So I promise you, all this would be way easier if you start off with that. So that's a that's a heck of a soapbox. I went pretty quick on plucking the heartstrings and doing the gut punches on and all the mean talk and all that. And I want to finish this by saying I love y'all, and I will absolutely be here to to help you in any any way I can. And Allison Allison feels the same way I do, man. We preservation of life isn't just about us. We're all in this together. We all answer the same God, and. Uh, when the time comes, man, it's it's just us. It is just us. We're all brothers and sisters. We need to be looking out for each other. We need to be having those tough conversations, especially with our kids. Don't forget, guys and gals, everything you do, you're setting the norm, quote-unquote, the norm for your kids. 
So take this. I hope it helps. Go have those hard conversations with your loved ones and let them know that you're having those hard conversations because you love them and it comes from your heart. Y'all have a great day. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next time.